Welcome to Cup Talk. I'm Nick. And I'm Benny. We got, back again. We got Benny back on the Cup Talk tonight. It's funny. Who was it that asked us the other night where the... Were you with us when someone asked me where yeah, I get it was the... Jay. Oh. Jay asked about it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, where do you get that Cup Talk you know, music even from? And I was like, uh, it's from uh, Alf, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he was like, oh, that's why it sounds so familiar. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I, I mean, me and Benny, it just stuck that first time we made that that cup talk in the kitchen with the with the wrapping paper background. <laughs> the green screen. The green screen, yeah, behind us, yeah. That was freaking awesome. I, I don't even remember, was the first one the the one making fun of Brzezgalov or no? I don't know. I know when we first started doing it, you did a couple on your Instagram. I did a couple on my Instagram. I'm pretty sure the first one I did was just the like Crosby still a baby. Yeah. But like the first one that like had the, the intro and the welcome to cup talk was the, the green screen in the kitchen. (laughs) Well, yeah, I know that. But yeah, I mean, we, we made our, our, our videos that were kind of like, I mean, they were Cup Talk videos, but like they didn't have the Welcome to Cup Talk, you know, show and everything, the the yeah. whole atmosphere. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know, what time is it? I don't even know. I 1030. It's 1030, yeah. So, um, yeah, those that's how my whole weekend has went is uh, now I'm here 1030. I'm going noteless today. We'll see how this rolls. <laughs> we're going to make this show nice and quick. Keep it keep it simple, and uh, yeah, I mean, I literally called Ben an hour ago or something. <laughs> make it work. We yeah. gotta make it work. Then we gotta make it work. So yeah, cup talk must go on. But yeah, Mason, I pretty sure he's already asleep by now. So I felt bad, but yeah, got Benny coming in, backup goalie, you know. <laughs> <laughs> coming in and <laughs> but uh yeah i mean we were we were uh, on our way home and we stopped and got some some chicken fillet it was funny cuz uh, i was we were on our way home in autumn before we left for hockey practice like man i want a burger and i was like okay whatever but we were running late to practice and then on the way home alice wanted taco bell and we always stop at taco bell on the way home and I was like, no, mom wants a burger. And she's like, yeah, a nice burger. We should go to (laughs) (laughs) Chick-fil-A. And I was like, yes, this Chick-fil-A has the best burgers. I think it's kind of like the opposite of their slogan is actually. (laughs) Yeah, eat more chicken. Eat more chicken, no burgers. So I was joking all the night. that I I even had Chick-fil-A for lunch today, so must be a thing. It's because you work at a medical place. Every I feel like every medical place has Chick Fil A every other day. <laughs> they even made the comment: if we ate Chick Fil A once a week, I think everyone would be okay with it. <laughs> what what is what your what your go to from Chick Fil A? Nuggies, man. Gotta get those nuggies. Like you you go like a, a mini platter or what? You go or you go? Like I mean, a, just I mean, if account. you're asking. I mean, if you're asking me, like, what, what I would prefer to get every time, like, nugget platter, then there's just, like, no no hold bar limit. Like, I'm just, I'm going nugget fest, you know? 
that's it's always funny like uh when we would have the catered lunches at tanner clinic like you know you go to like you know like people like oh you want a six or eight count you know and they're like uh just six or you know maybe they'll like spurge for the eight but like when they would cater the lunches at tanner clinic they would literally bring 300 nuggets for like 30 people and they would all be gone <laughs> oh yeah yeah i i think that's funny it's like yeah it's like, oh, well, I guess I'll get the eight count. Like, oh, man, that's a lot of nuggets. But, like, you're catering 100? I'm going to eat 27. <laughs> 27 nuggets, man. Just just cranking them down. You know, I now that I don't eat meat and stuff, I I just get – I basically get a kale salad and a French fries. But, dude, French fries make me fart, I think. So I would call them fart fries. <laughs> So if you hear any like extra curricular uh, soundtrack going on, it's not the soundboard. <laughs> it's my sound butt. It's the waffle farts. It's the waffle fries. It's the waffle farts. <laughs> Just like one fry to a whole like packet of Polynesian sauce, though. Like that's that's my jam. You gotta like fold it in half and kind of scoop it and get it to your mouth before it seeps through the holes. Well, see, Autumn Autumn hates the ones that have, like, the potato skin on the outside, but those are my favorite because you can just, like, roll them up and just, like, scoop so much Polynesian sauce. There's no drippage. <laughs> it's a boat. You got a boat right there. <laughs> it's a canoe fries. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's been, a, it's been a fun week. We can get in some hockey and not fart and Chick-fil-A, you know, talk, but um, did, you, did you play any hockey this weekend or do any hockey in, watch any games? I'm going to say this weekend, I, well, it was last week I stopped at the hockey shop without even realizing it. The hockey shop is like five minutes from my work. So what'd you get from the hockey shop? Uh, some stick wax, debated on a new, debated on a new cup, a new cup, uh, a new nut, a new nut, you've been scoping out the nuts, dude, last game, it was sagging down my butt the whole game. Dude, my my cup is like way overdue. That thing hangs like to my knees, and like not that, you know, I'm I'm got anything hanging to my knees underneath it. But my my cup, like I have to like like it's I don't know if you've ever seen it, but like it just is so stretched out, and like it just like I have to like pull my cup up in between like periods just to keep it, you know, up <laughs> up there. So yeah, I need a new cup. I should probably go cup shopping. So. Well, I might make a stop at the hockey shop. Oh, I bought a, a uh, you know, like the mystery packs. They got mystery packs Bauer mini sticks. So I decided to get one for Christmas for myself. Oh, yeah? Mystery mini sticks, huh? What? Yeah, like, you know, the, you yeah. know, like the, the mini sticks for floor hockey? Yeah, how much, <clears throat> how much is a mystery mini stick? Uh, I don't know, 20, 25 bucks. But it was the only right-handed one I could find. Oh... So I thought, well, I'm here. It's not too much. I guess it's a good Christmas present for myself. It's funny because, like, I we bought a right-handed one for Lexi when she was a little kid, and then she ended up being a lefty. And then Brooks, um, Jay gave us one. Our friend Jay gave us one, and uh, it was a lefty. And I was like, okay, well, Lexi's a lefty, but I was like, maybe he's going to be a righty. I don't know if he'll be a lefty or righty. And then he started like. 
he would use left-handed sticks right-handed. He'd use left-handed, right-handed sticks left-handed. But, like, he kind of favored that right-handed. So we went out and bought a new right-handed mini stick. <laughs> and as soon as we bought a brand-new mini stick, he just went back to the left-handed one. So he's been using the same lefty. So <laughs> I, I, just, well, I go for the lefty mini sticks these days. So a little bit better option than the mini stick. <laughs> I was going to say, regardless, left-handed sticks, there's always a supply. Which is weird because, like, the majority of the people, like, in the NHL shoot left. It's it's more yeah. it's more uncommon to have a right-handed shooter, like, at the NHL level. So, it's well, weird that, it's, like, yeah. Based on that, that right there, I'd say that if you're left-handed, your chances of making it to the NHL are a lot higher. Because <laughs> there's tons of right-handed kids, not a ton of left. And if everybody's left-handed in the NHL left-handed kids are making it well it's funny because like if you're buying adult sticks like i I forget what it is but like right-handed ones are easy or left-handed like adult sticks are way easier to find like on sale like if you go to hockey monkey right now like you could find left-handed you know sticks on clearance for days but in the youth hockey like Youth hockey sticks are like the exact opposite. I don't even I don't understand it, but maybe it's just that I always feel like whatever sticks I'm buying are just not on sale because the adult ones because like every, like everyone's like, catching on. Their kids are <laughs> they're forcing their kids to play left handed so they can make it to the NHL. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, uh Ovechkin's a right handed shot. I know that, so He's from another country. <laughs> in Russia, it's right-handed. In America and yeah. North America, it's left-handed. Yeah. Uh, well, I haven't been to the hockey. Well, no, we went to the hockey shop a couple weeks ago. No, that was probably about a month and a half ago now. But, yeah, I always end up spending way too much money when I go. But it ends up not being on, like, actual hockey stuff. It's just, like, <laughs> you know, the kids, kids get their rando stuff. Pretty much, like, mini sticks and play mobile toys and... <laughs> <laughs> stickers dude i'll tell you what their selection of clothes toys and whatever else has gone through the roof that's what i buy that's that's what we're leaving with every time except for lexi dude. keeps on trying to get me to get those uh rollerblade skate guards or the roller skate yeah, no. skate guards <laughs> yeah, that's what i tell her yeah no no way dude it's like i see those kids rolling into practice and not only do they look ridiculous but like Dude, one bad turn on those in the parking lot, you, you're going to have to find your – hopefully there's somebody in that rink that knows how to sharpen a skate and sharpen it good because you're going to screw that blade over <laughs> take a sharp turn in the in the parking lot. You do a walk of shame on the cement. I always It's like the public skate kid that's, you know, walking outside to meet somebody with their skates <laughs> on, his mom that's coming in or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, kid. All the, right. the bountiful rink, like the just the like where the stairs are, no skates beyond the zone. Some kid just trucking up the stairs in his rental skates. <laughs> Dude, every time, like, okay, we got some butter knives coming back down here. <laughs> They're probably butter knives to start with. No uh, way. I don't deny that one bit either. Oh man, that's awesome, but. Yeah, speaking of uh, skate sharpens, I sharpened Lexi skates this weekend because we had, dude, we had a boatload of games this weekend. We, we had we had a tournament and then we had extra games also. So we didn't stay in Park City because we only had like one game every day, and one of the games wasn't even at Park City. So 
So actually Monday, we I guess last Monday I already filmed the podcast. So whatever, we'll go from Thursday. So Thursday we played up in Park City. Game goes to a shootout. And Lexi actually scored her first goal with her new team in that game. And then they went to a shootout. And she ended up being the only person that scored from her team. And, like, they, it was a three-person shootout. And they're like, Lexi's going last. And I'm like, I, yeah, I'm not a coach. I was in the box. So I could hear. And I was more like, you should put her at second because third's not guaranteed always. Yeah, yeah. If the first two miss, first two make on the other team, it's like game over. Yeah, so I was like, eh, whatever. <laughs> I guess they wanted her to, to be the caboose. And... Their first kid, I think, made it. And so, like, the pressure was on. And so Lexi was the third shooter, and so she had to make it to extend it. And she pulled a move. I mean, she, like, I told her, I was like, hey, remember how we talked about coming from the right, going to the left, you know? And she goes up, and she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she goes far, like, not far to the right, but, like, a little bit to the right. And she, like, she laid out her stick like she was just, you know, looking for that above the glove shot. And I was like, Oh no. Cause I've never told her like, you know, like fake, like you're shooting. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and then she like hurried and made this little skip over the left and then walked around and then just like shot it past the goalie. And it was, it was the highlight of her freaking tournament. So, <laughs> but we ended up losing the shootout, but <laughs> hey, she's lose, lose, lose the game, win the shootout. You know I mean? It's, it's, you know, that's a victory for her in my book. I saw the video. It was a nice little move. It was kind of this, like, little, like, shot, juke, oh, oh, and then shoot it, and then the goalie was, you know, trying to jump back for the puck, and it was too late. Yeah, so that was a that was a proud moment for me, her, and everybody. It was fun. Um, we ended up, like I said, losing. The next morning, we played out of the Maverick Center, and we ended up winning that game. Then Friday night, we had practice back in Salt Lake. And then Saturday morning, we had a game for the Lady Grizz in Ogden. And then right after that, we had to jet to Park City and play in Park City. And that game was against the DC Wind. They got into this tournament kind of late. And that was the team that I was coaching. And it was it was a hard hard game to like I was in the box again I just the box boss or whatever you want to call it I was man in the boss it's probably the it's probably the first time I've manned a box since since your youth hockey games <laughs> I used to always get to do the box when Benny played youth hockey for for DC wind you know and I'd, I'd bring my blanket and just chill in the box and it's usually you or Kyle or Hayden or Tyson you know coming to hang out in the box every every game yeah I, and to back up, do you remember the time that we were on our way to the game and I told Hayden I would buy him a Crunchwrap Supreme if he skated by the, the opposing bench and hit him on the face with this stick, like oh, yeah. do the old Mighty sure. Ducks thing? And he, like, comes across. I think he kind of clipped one kid in the mask, and then he fell over his own skates. And so it just looked like he, he tripped and happened to hit the guy that was sitting on the – that was leaning over the bench, but – Oh, that was that was a classic Hayden game, but but back to the, this story. So I was man in the box, and it was hard because like I was, I was uh you know we were playing all these kids that I'd coached like a little over a month ago, and a lot of them 
where there was only one kid from our D1 team there. Um, the other kids, a couple of them left, but D1 team from last year. But And so some of these kids were going to be on our team this year, but they kind of just grabbed everybody they could. It was a last-minute thing, and it, it was really hard to, like, not want them to do good because, I mean, these are the kids I coached and, like, and helped, whatever. Kind of makes me emotional, like, thinking about it, like, just – all these kids that I helped coach, and I, I really cared about them. And that, and in that moment, I realized that that was the thing that I've missed most about moving from DC Wind to the Lightning is I don't get to be a coach anymore. And that's that's the part that really sucks because I really loved coaching and I really enjoyed it, and I really helped loved helping kids like learn how to play the game. And I even had like like parents come up to me and like, you know, it, what can we do to get you back? And I was just like, Oh man, I, I wish I could come back. Like I, 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 I mean, I could, I guess, but it was just a hard card game to like watch. And there was times where some of the kids, you know, they've only played a couple games, some of them. And like, they didn't know where they were supposed to stand. And there was one point when Lexi walked over and it was this one kid named John and Addy and they both wanted to play left wing, I guess. And they were both, neither one of them would budge. And they both lined up on the face off on the left wing. And Lexi was taking the face off and she had to skate over. And it's like, John, Addy, just pick a side. <laughs> and so she went over there and was telling them, you know, what to do. And it was, it was fun. And I, and like, I, there was one point where they, they were trying to call a kid off and like send a kid. And I was like, hey, hey, Addy, you know, go back, 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 you know. And like, they were calling John off one time. I was like, John, John, John. Because everyone was yelling. He wasn't listening. So I yelled his name. He hears me. And so he skates off. And I was, I found myself like, it was 0 0 after the first period. And I was like, Did that an accomplishment for this team, for the DC Wind. And I was like, dude, I wouldn't even be mad if they beat us right now. Like, I would. I guess as bad as that is to say that I you know want Lexi's team to lose, but I was just proud of these kids. They held on. It was zero zero, and I just, I just, I told Autumn like I wish I was on that bench right now, like just coaching. And I even joked with Lexi. I was like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go coach DC Wind against you guys, and I'm gonna t- coach them to beat you guys. <laughs> like just joking, because <laughs> that's how much I love coaching and. And even today I went down a a bad rabbit hole of not, I I feel like I was drunk texting, but I wasn't drunk texting. I was just like, oh man, what, what it could have been, what, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of mixed feelings about, you know, playing DC wind. And I, I really do love that organization and cared about that team. And I do miss coaching. And that's the hardest thing now is I just want to coach. I loved coaching and I just miss that. So and like I want to coach kids and help them get better, and I and I, I I talk with Lexi's coach a lot here and there, and I try not to be that overpowering dad that's like, hey, I think you should do this, this, this. Like I'm always like, hey, you're the coach. I'm not gonna try and tell you how to coach. Like you you can coach however you want, but if you want my two cents, I'll give it to you. And if you want to take it, leave it. I don't. I'm not gonna be offended. So. And yeah, and I think. Oh, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and Chris, he's a lightning coach, and he's he's awesome, and he's just one of the nicest, most, you know, like he's just a salt-of-the-earth kind of guy. And so I really appreciate him and and what he's done for this team. But, what, yeah, what were you saying? 
kind of say, you know, I think no matter what you do and what you decide, there's always going to be that shoulda, coulda, woulda. It's like, you know, <laughs> you, know you, you, you really ended up doing what's best for your own kids, but you still want what's best for all of the kids. And yeah. I think that that's, yeah. And so, and like, I honestly, I was thinking about like, man, should we have left DC wind? Like, you know, even though, and, and then it's like, yeah, I guess it's probably in our best interest and stuff. But I mean, you always have those thoughts and, you know, like you said, the shoulda, woulda, couldas. And, but I mean, I just, maybe I just need to not care as much. Maybe I just need to like sit back and enjoy this season and just, <laughs> you know, relax maybe next and the next year, you know, I can jump back into coaching and, and help out or whatever organization that may be for. And we'll go from there. But yeah, it, it, I don't know. It's, yeah, you worry so much about what, if you're doing the right thing, but you know, are you doing too much? You know, are you doing too little, but maybe I just need to not care so much about youth hockey. I don't know. (laughs) No, no, no. I don't think that's the case. I think you, your level of care for youth hockey is in the right place and your heart's in the right place. And I think that that's important, especially for kids, because I think it makes a big impact on their lives and their hockey career. And it's like the last thing you'd want to do is be a coach that drives people away from playing hockey, but more so be the coach that brings more and more people wanting to play hockey and continuing playing hockey. And so I think, I think that's a good drive and, and who knows, maybe down the road, depending on what teams these kids are on and your where you're coaching, like you might have plenty of opportunities to re-coach these kids, you know? I mean, hockey seems to be, there's a lot of different teams, a lot of different travel teams and a lot of different opportunities. And I think you'll definitely have an opportunity to make another, you know, impact on these kids. But who knows? You might be making a big impact on different kids just because it's not those kids necessarily who just say that the next kid isn't waiting for you to make an impact on their life. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, you know, Brooks, who knows? I'm hoping he'll pick up the skates. <laughs> I mean, he, he's already got the skates on, but hopefully he's playing organized hockey within a year or two, and I can get back coaching mini mites and, you know, just having fun with kids. And, yeah. But, I mean, we can get back to the weekend and how it went, but I, I, we won DC Wind after all, but, it, you know, I was proud of those kids. But And then moving on, Sunday, we ended up playing in a, you know, a do or die kind of situation. Or if we would have won, then we move on to the championship, which was probably going to be with our our friends that we played with DC when they left and they ended up going to Ogden and then we went to Salt Lake Lightning, and so they were winning their bracket, and they won their bracket. So if we would have won our bracket, we would have met up in the championship game, and that would have been a blast to play against. Because I'm all about grudge matches, and, like, I mean, I think the best thing in competition is to want to, like, beat your friends, you know, and and be okay with, you know, be okay if you lose, but that, like, that internal competition is just so important, I think, with kids – to like, I think it's, I don't know, I look, I call it like a, a healthy competition, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> well, a healthy competitor. And I don't mean healthy in like physical health. I mean like, not like I hate these guys, but healthy in the fact that it's like, I love these guys and I love playing against them. And 
I want to play hard because I want to beat them, but it's an enjoyable game, not a angry game. I guess I guess I guess we me and you kind of have that, you know. You know how much I hate to lose, and but yeah, I, I know. know. I, I know Ben likes to to not give me a win. You know, Ben is always makes me earn it, and I I think he he probably doesn't care as much as I care about the win. But you know, Ben likes to win too, so I think me and that I, I like to win, but I like to go one hundred and ten percent more. <laughs> yeah, if anybody's ever seen me and Ben play uh pond hockey against each other <laughs> you'd think we were you know it was tryouts for the the you know the nhl or something the scouts, the scouts are sitting on the uh <laughs> in the bench on the side yeah the scouts you know are plopped in the snow up on the roof or something you know santa claus is watching <laughs> scouting for his north pole team or whatever but i'll me and ben has have some pretty uh some pretty good uh battles on the pond or you know i guess it's not really a pond it's mark's backyard but you know, there's been they, they don't call it shinny for a reason. They call it shinny because you're walking away getting hit at least seven or eight times in the shin. And, and especially if you're dunking, dropping down for a you know a bad mm-hmm. stack save, you know, on someone just dropping that buck into the back of the 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 bucket or whatever. But oh man, those are sticks are flying, pucks are flying, helmets are flying. Gloves are I'll flying. tell you what, in a men's league hockey game, if someone lines up for a shot, I'll get out of the way every time. I've got full gear on, but I'm getting out of the way. It's not worth it. But in pond hockey, man, <laughs> I got no pads. I'm going to take a freaking wrist shot to the shin because I don't want to lose. <laughs> That's right. It's it's more glory, you know. It's me. It's it's you three or you two versus you two. I think that we've had more like hard battles on the backyard rink than anywhere else. But yeah. Oh, and like it was funny. So we played this game against Sun Valley, and we ended up losing. So we didn't go to the championship. But that's not the best part of the game. The best part, and I asked Lexi, like, what was your favorite part of this tournament after it was all said and done? And she's like, you know, my goal and my shootout goal. And I was like, okay, that was the best part. And I said, you want to know what was my third favorite thing? Your goal, your shootout goal. And my third favorite thing was the first face-off of the, of the game. And Autumn always records the first face-off just, like, for Instagram or, you know, just it's just a fun video to have. And, uh... Lexi goes hard in the face-off circle, and dude, she won this face-off, and not only did she win it, but the kid's stick like flew almost to the bench as <laughs> she, she won the face-off. <laughs> it was, hey. it was, it was awesome. The, some mom leaned over to Autumn, and the crowd is like, "Well, that's a way to win a face-off." <laughs> hey, I've been there with a stick lift for the Raptors. <laughs> Benny's always flipping guys' sticks, you know, for the sending it to the the kids in the stands or whatever. <laughs> For the kids. For, for the, the kids. kids. For the kids, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was a super busy hockey weekend. I feel like we're, we're spending more and more time on youth hockey on this podcast every week. But, yeah, it was a fun weekend. We ended up playing two more scrimmage games back at Steiner after the tournament. So, when it was all said and done, it was seven games in four days and a practice. And, you know, we played at four different rinks. And... A lot of fun. I didn't count the miles on the car, but it was probably a couple hundred. <laughs> uh, worth it. Worth wor- it. Definitely worth it. And yeah, yeah, I was just, 
you know, with DC Wind. True. I'm just more mad at DC Wind that some people ruined it, but it's all right. We'll we'll move on from it, getting over it. <laughs> you got your two cents in at the end, and they, now we'll move on. Now we'll move on. <laughs> That's mostly what I was mad at. That you know, that it just didn't go the way, but. You know, we we're having fun hanging out with our our friends, the Barktles. You know, all the at all these tournaments because Ogden's playing at them, we're playing at them, and it's friendly competition. But yeah, so high school hockey, it's uh, rolling still. You know, and I'll tell you what, I don't have a lot of updates on high school hockey. I didn't have a chance. I know DCI, DCI, yeah, I was DC win DCI, but DCI lost tonight by one to Mountain Ridge. I just saw that, so. Always kind of like to update those guys' scores. I feel like they always they either win or they lose by one goal. So they seem like a team that's it's just on the cusp of you know something great, something good. They could probably go deep in the playoffs if they just figure out how to put an extra puck or two in the net. But um, one of the kids actually like wrote me and he told me that he listened to the podcast and I I, I mentioned you know like getting. The other fans and people from your school to come to these games. And we were at a, we, there was a high school game going on while we were at the rink tonight for practice. And there was nobody on the one side and there might've been 15 people on the other side. And I said, I said, Autumn, this is what you get when you get independent teams playing each other. I think it was like South County and Salt Lake County. And there just wasn't any fans. It's cause there's no pride there, you know? So, and I'm, and I'm, with these independent teams that can have pride still, but so, so a player from um, DCI, his name's Colton, but he wrote me and said, Hey, I heard your podcast and me and a couple guys, we, we like got, we listened to what you said and we basically got them to announce our games on, on the announcements at school, which I know, didn't you do that too? You got them to announce. Oh it. yeah. <clears throat> Always. At Clearfield High, dude, I knew a lot of people and, you know, officers, whatever, and they did the announcements. And I always said, and we were, I was on an independent team, but I always told them to tell on the announcements that our high school teams had a hockey game. And lots of people knew I played hockey, so people were like, oh, I didn't know we had a high school team. I'm like, yeah, we have a high school team, but, you know, I would say, like, there are kids from other schools that play. I never would be like, oh, it's not even high school related because, you know, they're like, oh, there's high school hockey? Like, oh, yeah, I'll go. And, and there were quite a few times that, you know, people came to watch the high school hockey even though, you know, it wasn't technically a clear field high team, but it was still our school's high school team. And that's what I wanted them to focus on on the announcements was this is our high school's team, you know, not to focus on this is just a bunch of kids that we just threw together. It's like, you know, each school should still take pride in that's their high school team and you should support it just like any other sporting team. Yeah, so this kid – plays on DCI and he got him to announce it over the, the intercom that the, the high school had a team or had a game. And he said that Northridge also like shared it on their Instagram story. So guys, if you want people to come to your high school hockey game, South County, you had one person in the stands behind your bench, get people to these games. And I always think about like hockey as kind of like that, that sport, equivalent to like punk rock we're like it's not the norm but once you get into it like you realize that 
it's an awesome world and there's a lot of people that love it just as much as you do. And it might not be, you know, your mainstream sports and your mainstream music, you know, talking punk rock, but there's just as many people that like punk rock as there is people who like pop or whatever. And it's just as good of music. Hey, and I'm, yeah. I'm here to tell you right now, I've been, we went to a family grandma's birthday for Danielle. Great time. And Danielle's cousin is there with, her husband, Colton, and he's like, yeah, I'm getting into hockey, yeah. And he, you know, he approaches me, he's like, dude, you been into hockey games? Oh, man, he's like, and, and he didn't grow up in hockey. He didn't grow up doing anything about hockey. He just was like, oh, I'm going to get into it. And he's like, dude, I love it. So much so that he's like, we were planning a trip to Disneyland or to California. He's like, I didn't care about it at all until they started talking about hockey. And he's like, we already bought tickets. He's like, I like the Minnesota Wild. So they've already got tickets two Minnesota Wild games to put, when they play the Blackhawks and they're flying out there basically for the game. And then he was like, hey, I got a favor to ask. He's like, it's fine if you don't. I'm like, he's like, oh, well, like, do you by chance have like an old broken hockey stick? If you don't, it's fine. And I was like, I was like, Colton, I was like, I just want you to know I probably have, <laughs> no joke, probably a hundred sticks. Some broken, some not, but at least 106. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah. I was like, you want carbon fiber? You want wood? You want whatever you want? Like, you just tell me. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I got this cowbell. And he's like, I just want to attach a hockey stick to it. <laughs> yeah, ben, Benny's Benny's the old cat lady of, of hockey sticks. He just, like, keeps on getting more. He has this garbage can in, his, in the garage. Am I, did you move to your new house? Not yet, not yet. It's this needs like a man, permanent though. spot in your garage because, like, it is, it's that cool of a thing to just have. But Benny has this garbage can, this old plastic, is it rubber garbage can? No, it's a, it's a metal garbage can. Oh, it is can. a metal old one? Metal. And yeah. it is so chucked full of sticks that, like, to get one out, it's like pulling a stick out of the freaking sword in the stone. Like, you, you can grab lefties, righties, wood, plastic, street, nice ones, shitty ones, whatever. Like, they're just coming out of wherever. Some of them don't have blades. Some of them, you know, have half a blade. <laughs> but Benny's got so many freaking hockey sticks shoved into this. I think I have 20 in my garage that I borrow. Every time someone's like, Nick, do you got street hockey sticks? I'm like, I got a few, but I know where I can get as many as you need. <laughs> I know I've made this announcement once, and I'll make it again. Anybody that ever wants to play street hockey, just let me know, and we'll provide the means <laughs> to play some street hockey at the local park. There you go. We should we should organize some games this uh, this summer. We should have like a a weekly game, street hockey. Game. I mean, even if it was even if it was every other week, you know, I guarantee if you threw it out on the social media between the high school teams, even just the local teams, Northridge, BCI, all those guys, you just said, "Hey, we're meeting at this park and we're gonna play some street hockey. We'll have two nets." I guarantee you'd get at least fifteen people for each team. I mean, whether it's on rollerblades. Or on foot, whatever. Just show up, come play some street hockey. I think it would be a success. Yeah, and I think if we play like seven o'clock, like like it's a little bit hot when we start, but by the by the you know middle of the game, it's starting to cool down, and then we get the lights on. It'd be a fun time. And, and you know, and you know, in my personal opinion, you could invite a lot of people that don't play hockey and just say show up because all they got to do is just grab one of the sticks that I got and just play they would realize how much fun 
hockey really is. It's it's the best. So I mean that's why I've dedicated my Monday nights <laughs> staying up late to tell people about hockey that I, <laughs> that I also think I you know spend way too much time and effort on it as it is. But I I feel like I get stressed out over youth hockey and hockey in general. I've Autumn today was like Nick, you need a you need a hobby. Like you you stress about you know hockey way too much. <laughs> And that's probably true. I probably do, but I was like, you know what? That's I know because that's why I'm I'm getting back into writing. I'm I'm getting my writing, getting my book published. That you know I wrote like three years ago that I've been talking about probably for years and years and years. But yeah, getting that published and hopefully writing another another book soon. And yeah, you know, keep put my energy into other things also and hockey. So. <laughs> But yeah, so where we where we got off track here was a uh, high school hockey. Get people to your games, like let people know. Start sharing it on your social media. Make it the cool thing to do, because we all know how high school parties go. Everyone says, "Hey, we're having a party in my parents' house. They're gonna be gone." And everyone, what's the first thing? Okay, first is is there gonna be chicks? You know. Second question, who else is going? So if everyone goes, then everybody goes. And lesson number two, get some chicks to your game, I guess, you know. <laughs> yeah, there's there's that. You ever seen that extract, Benny? Yeah, yeah. Best line of that movie is, hey, we're, we're have a show. Bring some chicks. Chicks are free. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, high school, high, come to the high school hockey game. Chicks are free. <laughs> Bring some chicks. I say, you know, just get 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 people there. I mean, really, just get people there. And really, if it's the place to be, then everyone will come. But it's only the place to be if you make it the place to be. Exactly. And and hockey kind of has that where like you can make it to whatever you want. Even for like the Utah Grizzlies, like you could go and be like, hey. You know what? This is going to be our section. This is going to be where we always sit. It's going to be our row, and we're going to always come. We're going to make this the rowdy section. Like you have the power to do that, like the Utah Grizzlies or any hockey team. So, hockey definitely is is there's enough room for growth that you can make it your own, and you can kind of, you know, be a part of that, that family community, and really make an impact. And and one thing. I'll be honest. You watch most of the sports that, or you see that most of the sports that kids love to watch in high school are like sports that, you know, things happen, big hits, you know, goals scored. Like hockey has it all. And all it takes is some people to get there and just be like, Oh my gosh, this is awesome. And then it's like, people realize like, Holy cow. Like there's so many big hits. There's so many big things. Like it's an entertaining game to watch. And then if it's your local school, like you have that pride in your school and then also like it's your friends. So you want to cheer your friends on. And it's like, once that crowd gets there and like any big hit, like that's, you know, home team advantage is a a big thing. And I think having fans there like really helps you do better, you know? Yeah. So, Hey, DCI, you're a bubble team right now. Losing by one goal, get a couple more fans in the stands you're gonna put the goals in. You're gonna you're gonna put the goals in because you want to hear the cheers. So we brought our own fans. <laughs> it's their house. It's their eyes. 
But tonight, we got our fans. <laughs> and they spent their own dough to get here. <laughs> oh, that's classic. That's my favorite. It's my favorite thing to say on the bench right before a game. <laughs> Quote and slap shot. But, all right, we can we can move on from high school hockey. Man, we're spending more time on high school and youth than in one week than we did in six or seven months put together. But, all right, so um, college – or juniors, there was only one juniors game this weekend. Mustangs went down to the Outliers, and they beat the Outliers. That's a big rivalry, you know, in the state. So good on the Mustangs for that. Um, moving on to college, it seemed like Weber State and BYU were both up in Montana this last week. Um, both play, and and so was Utah State. Um, seemed like. Every team kind of went one and one, you know, split games between different colleges, win one, lose one against the different colleges. It wasn't always against the same ones. But um, but the Aggies, they tied one game against Providence, and then they beat um, the next two. They, they won their next two games. So all of them were pretty much in Montana this weekend. I don't know if it was some sort of tournament, but a lot of teams up in Montana – the U, the University of Utah, they had um, both their D, or not both, but all three, their D2 team, their women's team, and their men's team all had games Friday and Saturday, one after another. So um, the D2 team played first at 130, which was originally supposed to be the girls' slot, and then they flip-flopped them, I guess, or maybe they added the games. But So they played San Jose State. They won one, lost one. Um, the girls' team, they played Colorado University. They won their first home game of the season. They did drop the second one to Colorado University. And the men's team played UNLV, and they did lose both those games. But I was able to catch the very end of the girls' game because we had practice there. Um, and then catch a little bit of the the men's game after it, and you know the men's game was it was good. There was a lot of good big hits and stuff, and and I actually like I got my phone out to get some content, you know, and like the the captain uh, he he checks somebody. I don't know if he saw me pull my phone out or whatever. I even like talked to him about it after, but like I was like, oh man, I pulled my phone out it was the coolest shot, but like I forgot I was on. Instagram or and I like didn't hold the record button and so like all the guy was like do 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 nothing <laughs> <laughs> and he totally rocked the dude right in front of me and I wish I would have got it but it's all right so a lot of good college going on this weekend and then Utah Grizz were on the road in Ardenock do you know where Ardenock is Ben I don't know where Ardenock is no. But no, I could look it out. No, it's it's the Thunder. So they played the Thunder, and um, they lost their first game. They were on like a six game win streak, but they lost their first game against Ardenock. But they did win the second game against them, so that's that's great. Um, and so they went one and one over the weekend, and. They're back home this weekend for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday against, I think it's against Kansas City, but I could be totally off. But um, Friday night is 
daddy-daughter night. I'm supposed to be there, but I don't know how I'm going to make it to the Grizzly game because we have a game with Lexi's team um, Friday night, and it doesn't get over to like 7.45, I think, so the game will already be going, and then we, Welcome to Cup Talk, has a men's league game at 9.15. And so I don't know how I could make it to a Grizzly game in the middle of uh, 8 o'clock and 9.15, but... <laughs> Sounds like you're going to be struggling just to make it to our game. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I got asked to play both games, and Autumn was like, I don't know if I can sit through three games <laughs> with Brooks, so... We'll see. I don't. I don't know if I can play both games in the men's league, but but we do have a game this weekend. We play. Who do we play? Ratio. Oh, we play ratio. So we play. We play Bo's team. So that'll be a good one. I guess. Oh, Mark's not. Mark's not on the team. Any or not? He's on the team, but he's gonna still be in Hawaii, so he's not gonna be able to battle his former team. But Colton should be there. I think. I think he might be in Hawaii too. So. Who knows? Dude, everybody's in Hawaii these days. <laughs> Every other weekend, it's somebody else is in Hawaii. I feel like I know you. I know you picked up Matt tonight from the airport, but I, in the last like few weeks, I have you know dropped off and picked up more people at the airport than I, you know, have done in a long time. So, I feel like an airport shuttle service, but yeah. So Grizzlies home this weekend. Um, Saturday night, I might be able to make it Saturday night, but might hit up the Sunday service, you know, day game. They seem, they are still, they, they won every game last year on Sunday and they've only had one game this year on Sunday and they won it. So maybe they'll keep that straight. Matinee price afternoon. Just kidding. I don't know if it is. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You don't have to wait in line for food or drinks. That's the nicest thing about hey. going to a Sunday game. <clears throat> Quick side note, Danielle's cousin was like, I even bought season tickets to the Grizzlies. He did? What's his name? Yeah. What's his... Colton. Maybe... Colton. All right. We'll get his last name off the air. Because <laughs> I know some guys who sell season tickets. I'll, I'll, I'll you know, let him know. <laughs> he, he bought a, a package where it's like, uh, it's like, here's, like, you just show up and it's like, here's your section, pick your ticket. So he's like, I didn't know how it worked, but that's apparently how it works. So. Yeah, sounds like a pretty good uh, scenario to me. So, so he he was pretty stoked to tell me about all that too. So that's awesome. Know a couple of those season ticket guys. So, um, good to hear. People get your season tickets to the Grizzlies. Um, if, if you need, you know, somebody, you can call the one eight hundred number on their website or or the I don't know, it's nine eight 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 puck or something. I don't know. Google it. <laughs> I know a guy. His number is Google it. <laughs> his name. His number is. Uh, it's on Google. Google Utah Grizzly season tickets. Boom, you'll be there. Yeah, I know that guy. I talked to him. <laughs> Don't get hosed on all the service fees, though. Like, if you go like Google to buy Grizzly season tickets and buy them from a third party, <clears throat> like also. If something happens with those tickets where, like, you can't make it to the game, the Utah Grizzlies have no power to help you fix those tickets. But if you buy directly from the Utah Grizzlies, it's going to be cheaper. 
You're putting more money in the Grizzlies' pocket, not in some third party's pocket with service fees and all that jazz. They probably have some package where you get like a cool gift, Christmas gift. Um, so just call the Grizzlies if you want to get tickets to a game. They do like group sales. I know that. So if you got a group party you want to go with to a game, those guys are going to hook you up. They're going to get you the best price. They're going to sit you somewhere that you want to sit, not just because that was what was available on ticketsnow.com or whatever they are. But <laughs> Hey, those third parties are just in it for the money. I know, I'm just saying, I may have started a website, you know, thirdpartytickets.com. <laughs> third I'm just party, kidding. Thirdpartytickets.com, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, well, let's jump over to the NHL. A lot of stuff going on, but, you know, not, not like a huge thing. I mean, the Senators are delaying three games for COVID protocol. Um, I mean, I mean, it's, I feel like there's a lot going on, but there's not a lot going on in the NHL. Um, was there anything you specifically wanted to hit on? You know, all I gotta say is everyone was all, you know, my my initial prediction was Abs Panthers, you know, repeat, <laughs> repeat. Abs sweeping. And I gotta say, as of right now, I'm 50% of the way there on which team. I wish it was the other way around and it was the Avs <laughs> that were top of the division, but uh, the Avs just aren't looking that hot right now. They're one point over 500. I know. And they've it's been kind of sitting story. around that 500 like since the season started. And, like, you know, you can always say it was a slow start, you know, and they'll, they'll come around, but. I mean, the slow starts, it's dragging on. And they'll have wins like they did on Saturday. What, they win like 7-1 or something? Yeah, they came in and just stomped. And so they have games like that, but then they, they lose like terrible games. I mean, they lose to Columbus, which is actually a surprising good team, you know, 2-4. And, I mean, they lost them the night before that in overtime. So, I mean, I don't I don't know. They're, I mean, their last... Let's see, yeah, I don't. I mean, know. honestly, they're sitting in. Fifth. I look at the, I look at the Atlantic Division, and you're just like probably you know jumping for joy that Florida and Toronto are one and two. Yeah, like like Toronto, like okay, Toronto was a team that had a slow start. They went 500 for the first two three weeks, and then bam, they hit a, they hit a winning streak. And now they, they, they win three or four, they lose one. They win three or four, they, they lose one. And that's that's your playoff teams. And even Florida that started out miraculous, you know, has dropped their last four actually. But they're still picking up points left and right. Um, they're doing good. Buffalo is kind of that opposite of Toronto where they started out hot and now they're becoming more like the Buffalo we thought they would be. Um, Tampa Bay's also has turned it on, you know, moved down from that being that 500 team to start Montreal still just sucking it up in that division. But I mean, that division's more looking now the way you thought it would look, you know, at the end of the season and the Metro, it's kind of the same way, except for the Islanders. Islanders are dead last in that division. And I mean, dead last, but they just, I mean, they have one less point than the Avalanche, which are 
you know, at 500, just over 500 at Islanders are at 500, but Avs are what middle of their division and the Islanders are oh, dead, yeah. dead last in their division. So, um, that division's a little, I mean, that division's good. I mean, you looked at it at the beginning of the year and you're like, oh yeah, that division's probably going to suck. But you know, all those teams are pretty well rounded teams. Once you look at their rosters, Washington Capitals have been, I think the more surprising team in that division along with New Jersey Devils. I mean, I said the Devils were a team to bet on. If you're a betting guy, I would have bet on the Devils. It's just because hey, I said... I, I'm, I've been waiting to make a trip out there, and it's a perfect opportunity because the abs are not doing good, so I'm going to put money on them. You know, I'll tell you what, hockey's the greatest thing to just, like, if you're just, like, in it to just, like, have a good time, just bet on the Stanley Cup. Because guess what? You never know who's really going to win. So your chances of getting that you know, big payout. I mean, it's there. Well, definitely. Like, it, and it's just fun to. There's, there's a bigger surprise. I mean, yeah, we have uh, a team that's won back to back, and that's not very fun. But I mean, Avalanche actually, Av- Avalanche are actually still seven to one odds to win the cup. Yeah. The Florida Panthers, though, have gone from I think they start out the season like twelve to one or ten to one, and now they're six and a half to one. Um, Tampa Bay is right behind Colorado at nine to one. Leafs are eleven to one. I think they started out. I think I have a ticket, and it might be, might be fifteen to one or ten to one. So theirs are getting a little bit better. Hey, did you make a ticket for me? I can't even remember. You do have a Colorado Avalanche ticket, but I think it's only like six to one. Hey, I'll take it. Maybe it's seven one. It. You should have it. Did I give it to you? I don't think so. Oh well. And then I have a Colorado Avalanche bed somewhere. We have we have a Capitals, an Avalanche. Uh, I made one Montreal for Mark, and then a Leafs. So, um, those were looking good. The, Ducks. the Montreal the Ducks. The Ducks would have been a good team to bet on. Dude, I was just gonna bring that up. I mean, that was kind of being my my closing remarks on this. But like, dude. Dude, the Ducks are, to me, I, I called they were going to make the playoffs. I thought they were going to make the playoffs. But, I mean, they are on a freaking tear lately. I mean, I think they got, like, points in, like, nine straight games or something. Troy Terry's on an absolute point streak. Like, dude, the Ducks are legit. And everyone's been talking, oh, Oilers or, you know, are they really ready to Stanley Cup, you know? You know, Connor McDavid's going to have to change his ways and this and that, and they're really thinking about Stanley Cup, then they got to... Dude, the the Anaheim Ducks, yes, have played two more games than the Oilers, but they are one point behind the Oilers. Dude, that's freaking yeah. nuts. When, I mean, they're still, like, thinking the Oilers are basically the best team in the league, even, even above, you know, Florida. But... You got you got Anaheim Ducks right on their heels. Anaheim Ducks are like what sixth in the league, I think, right now. Like that's that's crazy that they're oh they're seventh. They're seventh in the league. They're tied, tied with, with Toronto. They're tied with Toronto and the Rangers right now with twenty one points. But they're 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 two points behind the Florida Panthers. In a week, the Ducks could be the best team in the league. Oh yeah, and everybody and, at the beginning of the season was like, "Oh, Ducks, 
going to get a first pick this next year. Like, dude, that core is good, and they are ready to win. I like it. I mean, I love they brought Getzlaff back. He just tied a season point total from the entire year last year. So, I mean, he's already got as many points this year as he did last year. Zegris has had a little bit of a slower um, trend than I thought he would, but he's scoring goals in, in games now, like, consistently. Um, so that's good to see. But Troy Terry, I mean, that's the story there. It's just He's just tearing it up. And you got you got John Gibson, and I think they should look at John Gibson the same way that, you know, a team would look at Carey Price. Like, hey, you always want to win when you have the best player. Or like a Sidney Crosby, like, the Penguins are still in win-now mode as long as they have Sidney Crosby. Well, the Ducks should kind of be in that win-now mode as long as they have John Gibson in that. Because to me, he's the best goalie in the league. Well, yeah, I know that you have your John Gibson's <laughs> the best. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying he is good. I will give you that. And that's where I think, honestly, the abs are struggling right now is goaltending is a big deal. But regardless. But, you know, <laughs> all I got to say is, you know, the year that the Blues won, they were in last place in January. So you know what? I think that even up until January, the cup is still up for grabs, regardless of how good or bad your team is. So right now, Arizona Coyotes, you putting money on Arizona Coyotes? One win? Let's take a look. The one, the one win Arizona Coyotes, you putting money on them? <laughs> to win the cup, if it, I'll tell you what. If their odds were good enough, I'd put five dollars on them. I bet the odds. The odds right now for the Arizona Coyotes are one thousand to one. Oh heck yeah! I'm putting five dollars on them. <laughs> five dollars on the Coyotes. Dude, dude, really? It's fifteen games into a season. Like, yeah, they're doing really bad so far. But I look at that and go, it's only fifteen games. Only fifteen games. If they won it from here on out, they would win 66, 67 games. I'm not saying they're going to win it from here on out. But still, you know, usually if you have about a 50%-ish, you know, win rate, you know, you can make the playoffs. I'm not maybe, saying maybe they're going to, but I'm saying. To one. Maybe it's No, no, it's, yeah, it's 1,000 to 1. Dude, heck yeah. What about Seattle Kraken? They, they got it in, in them to come back and Dude, make the playoffs? Yeah. Dude, they, they, I'm putting money on them no matter what because they got a little special place in my heart. So. <laughs> kind of a disappointing, like, I, I, I know I, I trash on them on here because I'm just so appalled at their stupid expansion draft where they took nobody, but. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say their expansion draft was, you know, the blockbuster of the century, but. They could maybe put something together to make the playoffs. I mean, I'm not saying that they're going to win it, but if I could put money on a team actually making the playoffs, maybe they would be one I would do. Yeah. Maybe. So, who knows? But, I mean, another another cool thing this, this year, I mean, or whatever this season, is Ovechkin's got 12 goals in 15 games, and he's still scoring it freaking – Amazing pace. I mean, you have Leon Dreisaitl with 15 goals, but Ovechkin 12 goals in 15 games. I mean, he's looking. That's that's looking pretty good. I mean, that 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 goal whoa, whoa, whoa. to reach. You're, 
you're 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 comparing. You know, how long has Drysaddle been in the league, and how long has Ovechkin been in the league? And I look at like, okay, do you think Dry? I mean, is anybody talking like if Drysaddle keeps up this pace, you know, he's gonna possibly break Wayne Gretzky's goal record? No, 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 no. Nobody's even talking about that. But Gretzky, I mean, uh, Ovechkin, yeah, that's still a possibility. It's doable. It's achievable. Yeah, I mean, he's still third in points actually this this season too. So, he he was actually the NHL's first star of the week. So, I think he had like nine points this last. No, he had a ten. I think he had four goals, six assists this last week. So, I mean, Ovechkin's putting more points on the board. I mean, he's putting assists in. He's putting the goals in. And I mean, you got Troy Terry right there behind him with twenty points, and he's got eleven goals. So. That's awesome to see, and of course the points leaders. You got Dry Steidle and McDavid just killing it. I mean, I guess Connor McDavid's only one point ahead of of Ovechkin. So, I mean, we're hearing these Dry Steidle, Connor McDavid, you know, points in so many games, but they're in their prime. I mean, you have Ovechkin. I mean, he's in his later years. I mean, he just signed his his last contract he's ever going to sign. Problem. Yeah. So it's freaking awesome. I love to see that. You love to see the old guys still, you know, kicking at it. Um, I mean, I look at it. I think I, I not that I hope he breaks Gretzky's record, but I want to see him break Gretzky's record. Well, Gretzky says he wants to see him break that record too. So you know, because to me, it's like I want to. I mean, I know Gretzky technically played when I was a young kid, but it's like. I want to see that. I want to be able to witness, you know, the great being broken. Yeah. And I think, and people always like hate on the, the, like people achieving those goals, those breaking those records because the greats are the greats in their heart or their minds. But I love seeing the new, the new like people break those records and, you know, come in because, I think the sport gets more competitive, whatever sport it is, every year. So I think that's awesome. And hopefully they can just keep on going and score some more goals. Um, Phil Kessel um, just moved up to third place on the all-time games played in a, in a row, the Ironman record, which actually, I forget the guy's name, it's in first. It's probably a guy you wouldn't know anyways if I said his name. But you got... Um, now you have Phil Kessel at third, which I think is, you know, <laughs> I love Phil Kessel. He's another player that I have always just loved, you know, watching and seeing him succeed. And then you got Keith Yandel above him. So Keith Yandel's still playing and Kessel's still playing. I think Kessel's like 20, 30 games behind Yandel, and they're only 20, 30 games behind the all-time record. So I think that's awesome. Hopefully those guys can break those records. And... Yeah, I mean, we got got a lot of stuff to still look for. I mean, we're we're in the part of the season that like you feel like the season's rolling, like it's you're in the middle of it. It's not the middle yet, but you feel like it's not the beginning of the season anymore. Where yeah, you kind of you kind of getting a feel of like how the flow or things going, like how our team is doing. Like oh man, like you, at the beginning of the season, it's like well, it's only they've only played a couple games. Like it, it could be a swing and who's in first and last, you know, in a matter of three or four games. Now it's like, okay, things are kind of, kind of starting to balance out. And 
it's kind of fun. I think it's more fun to see teams go on winning streaks now and rise in the ranks than to just like come out strong and just be like, oh yeah, well they're just in the lead and they're always in the lead, you know. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's about all I got for this podcast. Is there anything else you wanted to? No, no, I'm good. Out? <laughs> I was good. little tick, little tag, little this or that. We could have win on Friday. We could have won last the last time, and and I think we will win this Friday. I think we got it. I, I won't. I won't skate out to the blue line to stop a puck this time. Dude, my knee still hurts. Dude, mine. I thought my knee was gonna hurt. Did you hit my knee with your knee? Like, granted, dude, I fall on my knee every game. I'm like, oh shoot, ah, and then I gotta sit on the bench and stretch it for two or three minutes and be like, okay, all right, I guess it's good enough. <laughs> mine just went a little bit wiggly. I was like, oh gosh, it that that feels like it might hurt tomorrow, but it actually, was pretty good. So. Yeah, so looking forward to our game this weekend, and hopefully we win. A lot of games, the NHL coming up, Grizzly games, get to those. Um, the college teams are playing the Beehive Cup this this week, so there'll be a lot of teams from out of the state coming in. Get out, support your uh, local high school team, your, your whatever <coughs> school team, independent, whatever. Get some people to those games. I think they're usually Mondays and Wednesdays, and then I think JV plays on the weekends. So get out to those games, and hopefully everyone that's got youth hockey going on this weekend's, you know, rocking and rolling. I think we have four games this weekend between Lightning and Lady Grizz, so it'll be another busy weekend, and hopefully I can get to a Grizz game, and hopefully our game goes good. So a lot of hockey coming up. And I'm going to take some time, do some meditating or whatever, do some writing, get the book, get the book finished and get it out. So you guys will. All right. Okay. Till next time. Till next time, Benny. Adios.